Three's the magic number today. Yes, yes, yes. So, welcome back, guys. It's Hi. Alyssa. And Michelle. And we are in your ears today with another episode of Ill-Natured. you guys for joining us we're really on it today okay at what what time we start to record it's got to be noon our lunch will be here um probably in 20 minutes so yeah all right so today um just pre pre trigger warning here this is a case about two missing children that are that police suspect that they were murdered by their own mother and so, I didn't realize that they hadn't been found. Or they put didn't. The, I she thought, put the case on her list, and I just found it and started researching it. I thought they were murdered. I thought they had found the bodies as well. Well, so when I first, you know, like you said, I had put it on the list, you know, when we first decided we were doing the podcast. I know I say this in, like, every other episode, but I compiled this list, and I just, like, literally Googled cases. So I just got the names of cases and put them in this list. Yep. And I had no idea Well, this was basically still unsolved. Get ready, because um, it's crazy. All right, so this is the case of two missing children, brother and sister, uh, Jacob and Sarah Hoggle. I'm going to give you my sources first, as usual. Um, I watched an episode of Crime Watch Daily on the case on YouTube. Um, there was a People.com article by Jeff Truesdale and Nicole Egan. Um, a really good Unsolved Mysteries Reddit on the case, uh, mocoshow.com article, and then a WTOP news article by Neil Augustine, um, and then the charlieproject.org, if you're not familiar with it, go check it out. They have pictures of all the missing children in the United States. They do really good age-progressed photos. Two. I stumble um, across them in many of my cases. Yes, it's usually one of the re- the one of the sites I re- use for my research. Yep. And I've said before, we all need to familiarize ourselves, especially with the missing babies mm-hmm. out there, because you never know. You could be the person that sees them. Got to keep your head on a swivel. Always knowing. So, let's get after it. On Sunday, September sixth of two thousand fourteen. Troy Turner spent the sunny afternoon on a playground with his three young children. Jacob was two, Sarah was three, and then they had a five-year-old son. Um, His name's not mentioned in anything because he is alive. and Just they're trying to protect his identity so that this, you know, doesn't define him. Bless his heart. Um, I didn't realize they were that young either. Two and three. Um, oh, no. But they were on the playground with babies. Dad, Troy Turner, and their mother, Catherine Hoggle. Um, Troy met Catherine while both of them were working at a bar in Germantown, Maryland. So this case takes place in Maryland. Um, the two were not married, but when Catherine got pregnant with their oldest son, they decided that they wanted to live together and raise the children together. But I noticed that Sarah and Jacob at least have her last name. 
he sure is out there advocating for these kids. So I don't know. But the kids look like Troy Turner to me. They look like the dad. So nothing in all my research said that he was not their birth father. Let me look at the kids. Yeah. He had curly hair. He was such a baby, Jacob. He was such a baby doll. Very sad. All right, while Alyssa looks that up, I'm going to move right along. Oh. And he just a doll. That's so sad. The little girl was three. Mm. Jacob looked a lot younger than Sarah. I guess she was just bigger for her age. Um... All right, so they lived together and raised their children together. Catherine's mother eventually told Troy, and I saw this in the interview on Crime Watch Daily. Um, it was sometime after the birth of their first child that Catherine's mother told Troy that Catherine had struggled with mental illness that started in her teens. Um, he ended up, before the mom even told him, and, like, this was, like, like schizophrenia. Like, this was serious mental illness. Nobody told him. But he started noticing odd behavior. She always thought people were following her. She was really paranoid. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, this was something. It wasn't, like, a postpartum thing. She was. She something just she had struggled issues. with her yeah. whole life. Um, and, obviously, it seems like she didn't get the help that she needed. Right. And you'll we'll talk a little more about that, too. Which we could always say that in every... Um, case because there's so many people that struggle with mental illness in the well, state pushes them off like, or doesn't think it's serious i feel or, like a lot of times when you hear of mothers harming their children mental illness is a factor in it um um yeah i feel like there um, it's gotta be there's a there's at least one more case that happened in the 90s i meant to look it up last night and i forgot that i want to cover um but anyways her struggles with mental illness began when she was a teenager. Um, she sh- suffered from paranoia and schizophrenia. Um, she was involuntarily committed to a mental hospital several times. Um, and the last time she was committed was one year before um, her children disappeared. Just a year? Yep. Um, because of her mental issues, she was not allowed to be alone with her children. Oh, no. She was not allowed to drive them in the car by herself. So... Her parents were a big part of their lives. Troy worked, and they didn't outright say it, but I feel like he probably still worked in the restaurant business because he went to work in the evening and got home late at night. Okay. Um, but they were always with her mom or dad. And someone had to basically supervise her with her own children. Nonstop. Aren't you? I'm, I'm glad she had parents, but y'all, just the simplest mistake is going to lead to... I was about to say, maybe they, they that she shouldn't... Ha- I mean, I, I'm sorry to go out on a limb here and say, but maybe if you can't leave her alone with her children, maybe that she doesn't need custody of her children. Well, they thought that they had the system set up for everything to be fine, but let me tell you what happened. In early September, so September 6, 2014, Troy dropped that afternoon after they played on the playground. They had snow cones. Troy dropped Catherine and the children, all three of the children, off at her parents' home in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Um, Her parents lived about 15 minutes from the apartment that Troy and Catherine shared with the kids. Um, And he went back to work. So, and went to work. The children and Catherine stayed with their parents Lindsay and Randy often, which I already said, um, since she wasn't allowed to be alone with them. 
So at some point that afternoon, this is still Sunday, September 6th, Lindsay, Catherine's mother, left the house. While she was gone, Catherine told her dad, Randy, that she wanted to take the car to get pizza and wanted to take her two-year-old son, Jacob, with her. And her dad agreed. Wasn't supposed to be driving alone with the children. Um, Not supposed to be alone with the children, period. Period. And she wants to take just one child to go get pizza. So, three hours later, (sighs) um, Lindsay returned home, Catherine's mother at some point, and they went looking for them. You know, they had, like, one of those panic moments, like, oh, my God, she's not come back. What's this dude's name? Randy? Randy's Randy? the father. Randy. Sir? He made a, mis- he made a little mistake that end up, ended up costing uh, but you knew the possibly rules. a child their life. Well, you think about it, though. Think about the little slip-ups and the things where you think maybe the pizza store was two blocks away. Maybe it was close, and he was like... She's been doing good. Like, I could see, especially as a parent. I don't know. But I'm I, very skeptical of others. Well. And when they seem to be doing good, they always seem to. But it's your kid, though. You think about your kid being grown up. And even with mental illness, it's hard. It's different when it's your, when they're yours. Hmm. Your feelings change. Because they're your babies. I know. I know. Catherine's feelings didn't change. Catherine's feelings didn't change. So, anyway, she's gone for three hours. When she did get back, um, they were not able to find her when they went out and searched. When she did get back, she had no pizza, and her son, Jacob, was not with her. Yeah. (sighs) Catherine told her parents, and this is what really just blows my mind into little tiny pieces, because I don't like to blame parties involved, but, like, huge red flag here with what I'm about to tell you. Like, something is wrong. Like, ding, 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 call right. the pole. Right. Po. It doesn't matter if she's your daughter. Call po. the police. This is a child. So, Catherine claims that she dropped Jacob, two-year-old Jacob, off to spend the night with a friend. A two-year-old. Mm-mm. Who is inviting another two-year-old to come hang out at their house? Like, Yeah, what, what friend? What? I can't imagine. You know what this is little reminiscent of? Tell me. A little sea bag, a little crunch bag we know of. Crunch is, bag. Um, Casey Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this oh, one. Oh, I dropped her off at this person. This person had her. This I will punch Casey Anthony in the kid. face. And I will punch Catherine Hoggle in the mouth, too. You yeah, know, you run across her. Okay, you so let we, me catch these me outside. Mothers Catherine. are sick individuals. And it takes, like, it blows my mind, like, what, like, in the brain, it's like, hmm. It's disgusting. Murdering my own flesh and blood. The children I've never had children. No, she shouldn't. And, and people, we, you know, there needs to be more accountability held. Something. I don't, I dare. I've I don't. never understood why in cases, not even like this, but like even serial killer cases or like rapists, like all these right. people have multiple chances to. Screw up. Yes. Like after yes. the sixteenth time they're Welcome. out of prison or out of a mental hospital. Welcome like, I'm sorry, to the US but- of A, baby. Because that's the way we do, especially with pedophiles. It's disgusting. It's unbelievable. Sickening. Sickening. All right, so someone needs to do a little revamping of that rule. 
Yeah, right. Along with many others. I like it. It's very spicy. The reason I'm doing it is because you were talking about the um, Avera. The what? Avera. Avera. Yeah, Avera. Aloe vera. My last name is pronounced Avera. I don't care if you say it wrong. Sometimes I giggle. You know, it's entertaining. Sometimes I giggle, Avery. But then sometimes I'm like, come on, people. Like, come on. What is it, a long A? Swords. That that's what I get at Swords. No, that's fancy. Swords. Snaps for that. Swords. It's just Swords. <laughs> swords, thank you. Swords. Anyways, the voices. Tangents, man. We're here. It's not Sunday either. We're here, baby. It's a Thursday and I don't have to work. Whip, whip. That week of vacation. Sorry. I'm trying to extend it. Forever and ever. <laughs> Y'all, yes. really. Yeah, the podcast needs to. We've had a uptake in listeners, and I appreciate it. I we just shout y'all out before this episode. Let's shout us. Let's shout it up again. All right, let's okay. get. Let's hop back into it because we we'll get too far off. I agree. I agree. I agree. Sorry, friends. Y'all just hang on. You know that it's a train wreck often. Often here, we have so to roll it in sometimes. Bring it back in. So Troy said, he's very vocal about the case. Interviews very well spoken. Right. He's a very you know he's on it. Troy's on it. Troy's trying to find his babies. Thank He's God, a good father. He is a good father. Anyway, so Troy said in the Crime Watch Daily interview that the friend she told her parents Jacob was staying with was actually their five-year-old's friend. So even less likely that she really took a two-year-old to spend the night with a five-year-old. She's just randomly. That doesn't yeah, happen. Why her parents didn't think to what that and what Troy wishes they would have done. Was call him. Yeah, call somebody. They never they never told him all this until it was too late. Like, pick up the phone, call Troy, and check it out. Make sure this is a real family. Make sure they exist. Um, Troy can then call the family and say, and they could have been on this a lot sooner. But you'll find out Troy didn't even know that Jacob is missing until the next day. Oh, no. Yeah. So, let's continue here. Um... But then I put, for real though, sorry, but even, I would, two, two years old, that's a, that's a tough age. Like, if you got other kids, you're not going to be, unless it's family, you're not going to be inviting a two-year-old to casually have a spend-the-night party with your five-year-old. Just, no. It's not realistic. Anyway. Um, that's like sending squiggles off with one of Liam's friends. friends. Yeah. yeah, it's goofy. So her parents, however, accepted her story. They did not call Troy and let him know that anything had happened. Oh, um, it was just like, oh, no, they didn't have no he's contact. Still night. No, cool. no, oh. yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is. Let's well, sit down and watch TV. What you want? Oh, I, pizza. We're gonna get the pizza. I feel like I could see the regret in Mom's face and hear it in her voice, though. Like I, they know they screwed up and they have to live with that now, and that's a sad, heavy thing too. So, you know, there's always two sides, and. To have to live with that kind of regret. We had a friend that committed suicide. And having to live with that, we should have done this. Why didn't we notice, you know, him walk past with his rifle while we were asleep on the couch? You know, like, you're all... And so I feel for these people because it hurts. Yeah. When you make a mistake like that and there's no going back. They can't change it now. They have to live with it. It hurts me for them. Because that's a plain, painful place to live. It really is. 
So, and I'm crying. I was just like, and we're crying. So, it sounds a very difficult thing. Um, you know. So, after all this went down, her parents accepted her story. They didn't let Troy know what was going on. Um, Catherine and her dad, Randy, this is something that they did frequently. Her dad would, while Troy was at work, Catherine's dad would spend the night with Catherine and the children at their apartment. So, they would just go hang out at her parents for the day and then That's go right. back to And sleep. dad would spend the night. So, somebody was there with her. Um, Catherine, her dad, and the two oldest children drove to Troy's apartment that evening to spend the night. When Troy got home from work around midnight, um, when he got home, Catherine was sitting on the porch steps. And he just said something was off about. So, she had had him stop by the grocery store for her. And got home. She's sitting on the steps, and she said she needed a Dr. Pepper. And so. Same, sis. Okay. He just had to, uh, he had to, he got home. He said she was just being weird. It wasn't normal for her to be sitting on the front steps of their apartment when he gets home. Like, he said he just got vibes from it. So, he took her to get the drink, came home, and went straight to sleep because he was exhausted after working. Normally, he said he would go check on the kids, make sure that everybody was in their beds, tell them to kiss them goodnight. I'm but he said. assume this night he did not. This night he did not. He said he was tired. And I know this feeling. I mean, it's a very normal parent thing. You don't want to wake them up. Because oh, then right. you're exhausted. If you yeah, wake you, a two-year-old up, then you're going to be up. Yeah, okay? It's going to be on like neck bones. So I get why he <laughs> did it. Oh, my God. Um, but he has a lot of regrets about that. Um, Jacob's crib was actually in Catherine and Troy's bedroom. You're not helping me feel bad for these people. But I feel bad for Troy. But, but like I also don't how do you not under I don't Well when I found out the crib was in the bedroom I was like do what? Yeah. But give me the butt. All the butt. He was two. Jacob was two. Okay. But he would he could get out of his crib. Like I mean I'm thinking they'd already taken the side off of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like a... Some babies just crawl out of their crib. Or he could have just crawled. But a lot of times, they would wake up in the morning, he would be sleeping with his older siblings. Okay, so he thought he was so just crawling out of the crib. When my baby was 18 months old, he walked from one side of the house to the other to come sleep with his mama. So, I mean, little kids get out of bed. And you just said... I just made sure, the, I made sure the path was clear, and I had night lights set up so you could see. And he never had... We never had an issue. I, I told the doctor about it. Because um, the, the daughter asked if he where if he slept with us, and I was like, "Well, about that." He goes to sleep in his room like a big boy, but by two a.m. here he is. He's found his mom. So I get this. Like, and now Owen has to sleep with his brother. Yeah. Like, there's not a question. He's gonna sleep with his brother. Right. And he makes Leah sleep on the bottom little pull-out bunk with him because he has to be touching another human to go to sleep. So they literally snuggle. Yeah. Because Owen's right. What is he going to do with Liam's like, I'm not snuggling anymore. Surely he'll be old enough. Boys, they're going to outgrow it. I enjoy it while I can, though. Please, he can come in my room as long as he wants to. Because one day he's not. One night it'll be the last night he comes to my room. All right. Don't make me cry. I'm I'm crying again. I'm just so hungry. (laughs) All right, so... He did notice that Jacob was not in the crib, but just assumed, like I said. Um, When Troy woke up the next day, he realized that both Sarah and Jacob were gone and that Catherine had taken the car. 
So he kept the car keys like in a, in a drawer in the bedroom. Mm. And yeah, he discovered the keys were missing, you know, runs outside or I think he went to the bedrooms first. Mm, okay. So kids are gone. Catherine's gone. Mm. So the oldest child. Jacob had already been gone. Yeah. But he didn't know. But he didn't know. The oldest child. Sarah's gone. Sarah's gone. Um, when she arrived back home. I wonder home, if her plan was to, like, just... Oh, she was doing them one by one. Yeah, that's no. what... Uh, okay, whoa. That's unnerving. It makes my stomach hurt. She... So, when she got back home, she told Troy that she had taken the children to daycare. So, Jacob and Sarah, she had dropped them off at daycare. They even daycare? though they had never been to daycare before. But, Troy accepted this because... In the couple weeks before all this happened, they had been talking about sending the kids to daycare. And so. Just randomly one morning, she decided to wake up and send them to daycare. Again, red flag, but it's one of those things that Troy, I know he hurts. I know he hurts about that. And Jacob was already gone. He couldn't have done anything about that. um, So he accepted the story and they went about their day. Um, he said throughout the day he started to get nervous, though, that she was yeah, acting funny. He was asking her questions, like started thinking, I don't even know where my kids are. So finally, he's like, all right, Catherine, we've got to go pick the kids up. Like, it's it's time to get I the kids. I want to see the kids. Because he's also right. off during the day. Well, he hasn't seen them since the day before. Mm. Which I'm glad they had a, a good day. There are pictures of them all smiling, playing on the playground. Oh. Anyway, so he's finally like, take me to my kids. But when it came time to pick them up, when they left to, to go get them, she couldn't remember where she had taken them. See, you don't just forget where your children are. I'm sorry. I don't. I know exactly where she's at at all moments. At some point, they had called the mom. He had called Lindsay, Catherine's mother. They knew the kids weren't with her. Catherine immediately started calling all the daycares in town because she immediately knew something was up. Who is this? This is not, I said, Lindsay, Catherine's mother. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Lindsay, Catherine's mother. Um, They drove around for a long time. Her saying, oh, now I remember. Go this way. And just like wild goose chase. Um, She didn't know the name of the place. She didn't know the location. And she didn't have a phone number. So, so hypothetically speaking, I'm Catherine. I walk in, just pick a, forget where I'm at. You know, have no idea where I am. Oh, yeah. See some random day here, drop my kid off. Goodbye. Have no idea how to go find them. What about paperwork? You would have had to fill out paperwork, Catherine, to have your kids there. But you didn't, okay. You would have had to give Troy's info. Okay, let's say they kidnapped them, though. Like, pretend, like, pretend this is a bad day here. Like, but you, you as a mother, don't know where to go find your child you at? You, you can't, can't remember leave. where the daycare is? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. That's not a normal occurrence there. No, Mm-mm. no, it's no. not. No, daycare's a big deal. You, uh, yeah. Daycare's a big deal. Finding a daycare. Whatever. And you Troy, would know where you left your kid. Troy would have been the one to lead there finding a daycare. Like, he would have been the one in charge of, you know what I mean? Because he, he did, I mean, this guy's, you know, snaps yeah. for Troy. It's it's not, well, it is often, but I mean, like a good dad out there doing what he's supposed to do. Anyways. Running the household. So, obviously, Troy's getting a bad feeling. Um, And he goes and picks up 
their oldest son, their five-year-old. Um, doesn't tell me where he was. So, um, but cool. after he picked him up, he called Lindsay, Catherine's mother. Like I already said, she'd been on the phone calling daycares in the area since that initial phone call. She told him she didn't have the kids. They dropped the oldest child off with Lindsay, Catherine's mother. After this, Catherine's mood completely changed. She got really annoyed. She got really antsy and nervous. She had planned on doing something with that child. Oh, oh, I 100% believe Absolutely. she was going. She had a plan for each of them. Yeah, picking them off one by one. Yep. Having some little story about, oh, he spent the night here. Oh, Sarah's a day here. Oh, this was this one. Yep. So finally, after they get the oldest settled, Troy told her, he was like, listen, we're about to go to the police station in Germantown. And before they could get to the police station in Germantown, Catherine suddenly remembered where she had left the kids. Oh, and she said that perfect. she was like, let's go to this place. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is where I left them. Let's check here. Let's first. check here first. Um, let's not involve the police yet. But before she led him to the place where they really were, she was like, I really need to stop by Chick-fil-A. What? Um, and to get a soda, which was normal after she took her medication. because She was on medication for a mental illness. Um, the, her meds made her really sleepy. And so he was like, it's normal for her to have to get a soda, some caffeine, some sugar to keep her awake. It's just very reminiscent of, you know, Josh Powell going and stopping and buying his children food mm-hmm. while the police were sitting there waiting Disgusting. on him. I'm going to listen to that case again. Go back and listen to episode four of Ill Nature, the True four? Crime Yay. Podcast. All right. So they stopped by Chick-fil-A. Um, while, while they were there, he said she was acting squirrely the whole time. Yeah. She was being weird so when they first got there she was like oh I, I need to go to the bathroom so she went to the bathroom cell phone records later show that she was trying to call a cab company while she was in the bathroom she was trying to escape okay escape so um she comes out of the bathroom she's got a drink they go out they they start heading to the car and she's like oh let me get a refill before we go this bitch so Come on troy walks on out to their car and she can be seen on security cameras in Chick-fil-A. She goes up to the counter not long enough to get a refill. She's there for like seconds. Turns around, walks out a side door. The cameras catch her going out a side door. The opposite side from where they're parked. And she disappears. So now he's missing two of his three children. And, and his baby mama runs away. This woman Escapes has out of Chick-fil-A. Has dipped. So, can you imagine, though, how he must have... Okay, felt? when he when she ran away, I bet he was like, okay. Yeah, he knew if something this was... wasn't weird enough, okay. here she goes. Yep. Um, She remained missing for four days. Where in the heck was she at? Along with the children. Um, so, after this, obviously, Troy immediately went to the police station. So, they start looking for her. And can't find her anywhere. Finally, she shows up. She's like, they said piggybacking or piggybacking. I don't, I don't know how to phrase it right. Like they said it. She got into a government, like a federal building, like in the middle of the night. I don't know if a janitor had come in or gone out and oh. the door was open for a second and she swooped in. Yes, she... she had just been milling about town in different places. Like she could, this was 4.30 a.m. She walks into the government building. You can see her sketch, 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 sketch. She walks around in there for a minute and then leaves. Well, it was some of these taped sightings 
and people had seen her too or reported it. She was finally found. Um, once she was found, she told police that she had left the children with someone, somebody that she trusted to take care of them. Now, one of the articles I read said that they that she actually gave police a name, but could never find anything Some random to corroborate name. <laughs> that exactly. Um, but she wouldn't give any additional information. Supposedly she gave him a name. I don't know whether or not that's true. Later she changed her story. So I mean, like later during their initial um, chat with her. Right. So this is the same day she changes the story again and said she left them at a park. By themselves. You leave your two and three year old at a, a, at a random park times. Well, that's what I was about to say. Jacob goes missing a whole day before Sarah's. Yeah. No evidence whatsoever to support this. She's just pulling things out of her hat. Yep. So, um, Catherine was immediately charged with a misdemeanor for child neglect. I was about to say, at the very freaking least. And she was held at a mental health facility until she was declared fit to stand trial. Which, as you're about to hear, it's going to be a really, really long process. Um, so, let me tell you about Maryland's laws. Tell me about them. Okay, I don't. love the law. Maryland's law states that if a person charged with a misdemeanor is not found competent to stand trial, that the charges... Okay, so you have three years. That this person has to be declared competent to stand trial within three years or the misdemeanor charges are dropped. Okay. You followed that? Yeah, so when she was arrested, she needed to have been found competent within three years. Or She knew that. Okay. She was a lot quicker than Oh, she's playing the she, She's playing the system, too. Troy said that she had a history of kind of, you know, playing a... She was she used her mental mental illness to her advantage in a way. Um, but anyways, so, uh, so she had three years. So right before Catherine's three year limit was up, authorities decided to upgrade the charge to two counts of felony murder. This way she wouldn't get out because she'd get off without anything and who knows what would Yeah, because right now it's just a misdemeanor, so they need more time to yep. get evidence. So they to were able convict her of with felony. circumstantial evidence with her past mental illness and the rules that were already in place that she couldn't be alone with her skizzy, children. Skizzy red flags that were all going she's on. not telling police anything. She's not giving them anything. Troy said that he thought that a lot of the incompetence, you know, her being found incompetent to stand trial, that was her putting on. I don't know about that because we don't hear her talk. It's hard for me to make an assumption based on seeing pictures of somebody. What does a psychologist say today? So they thought she, she was... is unfit to stand trial. She is in, in. Okay, so let's let's continue here. Um, so after she was charged with the two counts of felony murder. She was ordered to stay at Clifton T. Perkins um, Hospital. It was Maryland State Psychiatric Hospital. So she was ordered to stay there. This gave authorities five more years to try to get her to court. Good. In February of 2020, um, Dr. Robinson was the doctor at Clifton T. Perkins Mental Hospital that evaluated her, said that there was no longer a substantial likelihood, and this is a direct quote from the good Dr. Robinson, 
that there was no longer a substantial likelihood that Hoggle would become competent in the foreseeable future. Said they had um, tr- they had tried her on, I think it was like something like six different medications, um, and she just wasn't she's coming. She's just really struggling with she's, her mental well, illness. Well, that's it. All right, so on January 10th, 2020, Catherine filed, or her attorneys, filed a motion to dismiss the murder charge. Um, this motion to dismiss was denied. The court found that she was still incompetent to stay in trial. IST, I kept seeing that abbreviation. I was like, what does that mean? That means incompetent to stay in trial. And that she remained dangerous because of her mental disorder. Um, so it was, she does seem dangerous. it was following this motion to dismiss that in February, 2020, Dr. Robinson evaluated her and said that, and I quote, there was no longer a substantial likelihood that Hoggle would become competent in the foreseeable future. So she's staying in. Now they still have her locked up and, and they recognize that she's dangerous, dangerous, that she still has a kid out there, a five-year-old. Oh. And she won't and apparently tell some sick plan to She murder. won't tell him what she did to her children. It makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. So we're almost at the end. Um, this will kind of be a shorty, but until it's solved, you know, I mean, and I pray that it is so that they can all have closure. Um, as of today, she is still confined to Clifton T. Perkins Hospital in Maryland. Um, prosecutors have until December of 2022 this year to bring the murder case to trial. So that's the end of the five-year period. Yeah. When this airs, that'll probably be, what, like two and a half, three months? Yeah. Crazy. But in saying that, let me say this. Even if they can't get it together and, and get the case to court, Catherine will likely remain civilly confined at Perkins because the children are still missing. So thankfully, she's not going to get out. Good. But we'd love for her to go ahead and go ahead and get sentenced. You know, maybe she'll say something. Yes. No. We need to. Get Does she more even evidence. remember? That's with mental illness. We may never know oh, what man. happened to him. I pray we will. Um, there is no new information on the missing baby, Sarah and Jacob. Um, today, Sarah would be. Oh, no! Right on the rug. No. Ah! The dog puked. No, don't sit with me. What is that? Is that a wash rag? I'm pausing it. Guys, so we just had to stop the podcast <laughs> to really, really quick likes. Um, I don't know if you heard anything happenings in the background. I don't know where I'll edit it, that to. But my dog vomited all over my floor. Looked like a wash rag he threw up. Or a wash rag. And then I went to gagging because I smelled it. On the rug, though. And why do animals do that? Animal, they are going to Screw have an accident up. on your rug. They're not going to go to the hardwood floor right next to it. No. They're no. going to poop, poop, puke, all of it. They're going to do it on your rug. And it looked like a rag. I hope that he's okay after that. He's fine. He it was traumatizing. So he vomits and then jumps right beside me on the couch. He still loves got, to snuggle. Still got belly puke hurts. in his whiskers. He's a fat he's a beagle. sweet. He's a sweet guy. He just eats stuff he shouldn't. Yeah. He's got to stop. Obi, I'm concerned. Okay. We want he's you to napping good be now. here for a lot. Well, that took a lot out of him. I'm sure. Literally. Ugh. 
Okay. All right. Back to the story. And I'm almost done here, guys. This isn't a really long one. I told Alyssa, I feel like if we had some, um, if, if we knew what happened, it would definitely be the full hour that my cases usually are. Um, but the fact that we have no new info, she's, we know that she's still locked up um, in Maryland State Psychiatric Hospital. And according to Dr. Robinson, at least, she'll likely be there for um, the rest of her life. I right, hope. right. Um, and maybe one day, maybe if they get her meds right and then she could remember. Yes. Um, or come clean. But it was almost, I'm pretty sure the doctor said that they had almost given up on her treating her with medications just because they hadn't had any luck. So she just... It's the schizophrenia, I guess, yeah. and paranoia, where she, she doesn't live in... What I what I think about when I she doesn't live like me and you like maybe she hears voices I mean I just I, I hurt for um, people with mental illness yeah and uh, I'm so glad that it's not it doesn't carry such a stigma like it used to um, you know there's no shame in getting help and going to therapy therapy is the most amazing thing that I've ever done in my life. I know. I want to go back to therapy. I I keep saying I'm gonna go. Therapy. I'm gonna do one of the online ones just because talking to somebody, you know, I get in these funks and it's like that. That's what I need. Yeah. So anyway, go to therapy, people. And if you know somebody that has undiagnosed mental illness issues, try to help them. Do what you can. Encourage them to yep. get help. I know from personal experience that. You can't make somebody if they don't want to really get, if they don't recognize that there's a problem. Right. And um, anyway, no new information. Um, today, Sarah would be 11 years old. And Jacob would be 10. And go to the charlieproject.org website um, to look at their age progression photos. Because who knows? She might have given them to somebody and they sold the children to families. I mean, you don't ever know. They were, the kids were young, so they could have been adopted out to families. Yeah. I mean, there's always, it's a possible, yeah. right? I mean, I, I don't, I think it could go either way. I don't get vibes one way or another. I mean, unfortunately I do not believe the children are alive. Yeah, it would be probably unlikely, but I have a little bit of hope. There's always good to have hope, especially without bodies. You right. Never know. You right. never know. And they have searched everywhere. Um, one of the things there was some kind of new. Now, like, how was, would she have gotten rid of the body so easily? Right. Exactly. Unless she had help, but I, there's nothing mentioned about friends. Um, ex. I mean, there's just there's nothing mentioned about anybody else that would have been that she would have been in contact with that her family knew about anyway. Right. And if she was with them all the time, she, how would she have separate friends other places? That doesn't make sense. And so if she would have dropped off at like a fire department or something or defects, right. then we would know. So We would know. And did she do it at the same Damn. spot? If she killed them, did she do it at the same spot? You know? Like, does she take Jacob and then the next I day take Sarah? Where, where, she where would she? Oh, it, that's what I was saying about... One, uh, a guy came forward. So the only thing that hadn't been searched in this area of Maryland where they disappeared from was the waterways. And there are some lakes, um, maybe a river. 
Which is anyway. So this guy came. He had some new invention. It's like a um, I'm not gonna remember what they're called. Drone, an underwater drone. So he searched. I don't know if he searched all of them, but I think this was in 2020. So by this point, I'm sure he searched all the waterways and hasn't found their bodies either. Mm. So anyway, go check out their age progress pictures on the charlieproject.org. Um, and hopefully we'll get an update to this case. Yeah. Um, and, and like y'all, let's just come together and pray that they never let this woman out. Unfortunately, that it would be horrendous for society. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Troy, that hurts my heart. So my, a man to be a good father. They weren't married. They had just decided to stay together for the kids' sake. Right. And he was there for them. And now he has to live with this. And it's just really, really sad. Mm. Life is hard. Life is hard. Well. And that's it, guys. So check out charlieproject.org. Yet again, I'm going to tell you that. And look at all the missing babies. Yep. What in the world was that? <gasps> that was a tiny piece just fell off my mic. So, anyways, before we end, I'll do it for you, sweetheart. Oh, God bless you. The kindness. Thank you. Um, before we end this bad boy out, I just thought we should talk about before we started recording today. We were talking about how Michelle and I didn't realize this, but she likes shorter episodes. I do. I'm not a big fan of the multi-part <laughs> episode, and that's all me, baby. I'm like. But there are plenty of people who are, who like it. I feel like we appeal to the, to. But I like to know, if I'm going to listen to a podcast, I want to listen to it for an hour and I want to know what happened. And I prefer soft cases. I just did an unsolved. So. But, um, yeah. So what do you, but what do y'all think? Do y'all like the longer multi-parters? Because. the one and done. If you don't, I'm sorry, but we have another one coming up. Alyssa's just going to keep doing it. It doesn't matter. I can't help it. I can't help it. She loves the research. I do. I love the research. I Some cases, there's just a lot of info. so much. Like Samuel Little. I couldn't cram that all into one. Right. Y'all would know nothing about his victims if I did, and that's not fair. Yeah, like some of them is just a lot. Like Rodney Alcala was a lot. I went into like Mm -hmm. every one of his victims. Yep. I probably could have made Susan Powell two parts too. I'm gonna go back and listen to that one. Susan Powell, poor thing. Mm. Anyways, well, I'm sorry to this one really brought me down. Um, If you watch anything about it, the Crime Watch Daily, those are my favorites. Even without the guy, there's there was a new girl in this one. Um, But it it was good, so I watched that on YouTube. listening to the dad and you know that was good so y'all look into this case um i will be scouring the internet for updates and keep you posted whether or not they take it to trial and i sure before december they have enough evidence to take it to trial let's just find um you know their bodies all mm-hmm. it takes is one person walking a different path in the woods or yeah it's crazy anything could happen so, thank you for listening, Thanks. and as always, you guys need to be checking us out on the Instagram at IllNaturePod. Joining our super cool Facebook group that keeps getting yes. super cool members, Ill Nature Podcast. Um, checking out the 
TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> we got some goofy videos. Yeah, we need to make more today. We need to, yeah, we'll talk about when we get off the air, but yeah. Off at, the air. At Ill Natured Pod. Um, you know, we can always use some um, digital mails. Please send Alyssa the emails. Illnaturepod at yahoo.com. And go on to whatever site you be listening upon. Rate, review, and subscribe. That's right. Yeah. Um, you can always be alert. Oh, I love reading reviews. You can always be alerted when we have new episodes drop, which is always midnight on a Tuesday. Yes. The club is going up definitely on this Tuesday. Yeah. And we're getting into spooky season. We're going to have some special ones. I went to. Some special stories. For Halloween. Halloween. It's my favorite. I went to Target on Monday for the baby's one year appointment. And, and she I, did not invite me. Oh, that was the appointment. You could have invited me for the appointment. I could have held her other hand while she got shots. Uh-huh. What was your dentist appointment? Yesterday or Monday? Tuesday. Oh, sorry. I thought it was Monday. That's real. That's all right. Hey, you don't want to hang out? Whatever. That's not true. Okay. You went to Target. And oh, I went to Target and I got some three pumpkins and this fun fall pillow that's sitting on my couch. I'm very happy that I get to bring a little. It's real fall in A here. little orange, a little pumpkin-esque. Into well, the and I'll tell you, last night, went outside. It was, the sun breezy. was still a little breezy, sister. And that's something not, for South Georgia oh people. Oh my gosh, it's exciting. I did not. So normally, you know, throughout these summer months, I, every time I walk outside, I immediately start pouring sweat. Well, last night I was in the yard for like an hour and I had to really start. I was jumping on the trampoline before I started sweating. It's trampoline. Owen loves it. We try to touch the sky. Oh. We've been doing it since he was just a little guy. Just a little fella. Just a little guy. Um... But, yeah, so, guys, go outside in the evenings because maybe, you know, it won't be 3,000 degrees. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys you better be following our Instagram and on the Facebook group because we, our families, are going to have a pumpkin carving contest that I've just decided right now. She's looking at me. I love it, sister. Okay. I've already got a plan. Stop it. All right. Well, we'll have a contest and the listeners will see who's the better. Yes. Pumpkin. We got so much room there in the dining room. We'll do it over here. Yeah, we can like we'll like move. all scented pumpkins. <gasps> Maybe we should make um cookies. We can just have like a whole some kind of hors d'oeuvres, like a like those cute things yeah. you see with the like the eyeballs and. I we just know. need to have a Halloween spooky night with the kids. Themed snacks. I want to make some themed Halloween snacks. party. Yes, the Avers and Swords. We'll dress the up. The Avers and Swords. Hey, if any of our listeners want to come, you know. Do not be our guest. My house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, my dog's not friendly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you might get eaten alive or threw up on or puked on. Period. Period. So, um, anyways, thank you guys. We for love listening. you all though, and we thank you for coming back every week and listening. And we will see you on the flip side. Peace.